0: In this week's Torah portion of Baha the verse says, And on the days of your rejoicing, you should blow on the trumpets when bringing your burnt offerings and peace sacrifices. This will be a remembrance before God. Then the verse concludes with, Ani hashem I am God, your God. Rashi highlights the words, "Al on your burnt offering, and explains this to mean that the verse is talking about a carbon tzibor, a communal sacrifice. On this, the Rebbe asks, how does Rashi see this from the literal verse? Why does Rashi conclude that it's a communal offering and not an individual's offering? Rashi then highlights the words, I am God, your God, and says that these words are actually teaching us a halacha, a law. The law is, that any time the Torah mentions the idea of shofar, like the trumpet blasts, and remembrance, it always comes with malchies, the acceptance of God as our king. These seemingly extra words of, I am God, your God, Ani Hashem is teaching us this law. On this, the Rebbe asks, Firstly, it's not the way of Rashi to, te- to teach us laws unless this is the only way to understand the verse. We know that Rashi, in the portion of A'eda, already said that when the Torah uses this expression of Ani hashem I am God, your God, this means that God is faithful in giving reward to those who obey these laws. So why did Rashi feel compelled to teach us in this verse here in Baal a new law and not explain these words similar to the way it was explained, to the way Rashi explained it in the portion of A'eda? In order to understand this, the Rebbe asks an additional question. The verse begins with, And on the days of your rejoicing. But the verse does not explain what actual day this is referring to. Why did Rashi, why didn't Rashi explain what day this is? Therefore, according to Rashi, this must be self-explanatory. The Rebbe answers this by saying as follows. Let's take a look in the Chumash on the verse prior to this. The previous verse says, While in your land, if you go to war against an enemy that oppressed you, you should blow a long blast with the trumpets so as to be remembered before God and you will be saved from your enemies. The Rebbe says that the next following verse, Uviyoim, and on the days of your rejoicing, is a continuation to the same war period of the previous verse. This verse is the day of victory following the war. The verse is teaching us that there exists another sounding of the trumpets after the war. With this in mind, Rashi explains that the burnt offering is a communal offering. Since these verses are all talking about communal affairs, going to war and rejoicing after the war. And since this second verse is referring to the same time period, Therefore, we must say that the words, I am God, your God, cannot be referring to the idea that God is faithful to pay reward, since the previous verse speaks about the reward, that the Jewish people will be saved from their enemies. Therefore, Rashi concluded here that these seemingly extra words must teach us something totally different, which is the law that any time the Torah mentions shofar, which is blasting the trumpets in our verse and being remembered being remembered before God it must also come with accepting God's sovereignty Malchies the Rebbe concludes this talk by connecting these verses to the constant struggle of an individual the first verse when you go to war is referring to a person's personal battle with his evil inclina- inclination. The voice inside a person that brings doubt to, your, to his Jewish observance, brings doubt, brings doubt to his ability to pray to God. The voice that is constantly bringing negative vibes to his Judaism. The verse verse is telling us, sound your trumpets, don't lose sight of your Jewishness and connection with God, connect even stronger. The trumpets are the battle cries of inspiration to overcome the evil inclination. But then there is the time period after a person's personal battle with his evil inclination. When a person feels like he made it, he passed the test of proving his Jewishness. To this, the second verse says, and on the days of your rejoicing, rejoice, but don't get too complacent. There's still work left to do. It's now time to get even closer to God. We blast the trumpets yet again, even after a person's personal war, because now there's also an inspiration that is needed to reach the next level of connection to God. After the battle, there's yet another service and there's yet another closeness to God that needs to be achieved. That's the service of bringing the sacrifices which the verse continues explaining. The verse continues and speaks about the burnt offering, which was brought in temple times, which was not eaten, but only burnt. Spiritually, this represents our service to God on a level where we totally submit ourselves to a greater power, which is the greatest power, Hashem, God himself, then the, then the verse continues and speaks about the peace offering, which was partially eaten by the people during temple times. Spiritually, this represents our individualistic connection with God, God of our understanding, our personal relationship with God, and bringing that personal relationship down into our reality. The two blasts in the two verses represent in a person two levels of connection and commitment to God. In each level, there is the sounding of the trumpets, which is the tools and inspiration to overcome that specific level. To summarize, we explained why Rashi concluded that the sacrifices must be referring to communal offerings. We explained why Rashi had to teach us a specific law with the seemingly extra words of I am God, your God. We spoke about how these verses must be talking about the same time period of war, before the war and after the war. And we concluded with the spiritual and timeless message that we can integrate into our daily living. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom.